Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. Hello again. I'm Paul Stone. It's Wednesday, April 5th. It is a little bit after 5.30 p.m. Central as I record. The eve of one of my favorite sporting events of the entire yearly sports calendar, the Masters, which tees off tomorrow, of course, tomorrow, Thursday, April 6th, at Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia. And this is episode 98 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. This week's version titled Georgia on My Mind. And if you're a sports fan, certainly a golf fan, uh, Georgia is almost certainly uh, on your mind this week uh, as well. Uh, what I'm going to do in this week's podcast uh, is just present a wide range of betting uh, recommendations for this week's Masters. Uh, but first of all, uh, as part of that, we're going to touch on the, the weather forecast uh, in Augusta the next four or five days. If you follow the tournament closely, you've probably heard this at some level. Uh, first of all, Augusta sits just on the Georgia side of the uh, Georgia-South Carolina border, if you've traveled through there before, uh, which I have. Uh, been a while back. I believe it's on Interstate 20, the actual town there. Um, but uh, looking at the weather forecast, Thursday looks like it's going to be okay. You know, it looks like we're going to get through Thursday's opening round uh, without uh, any rain, and certainly not significant rain on Thursday is the way that it looks. On Friday, it looks like the rain starts coming into the forecast. Uh, early afternoon, around 2, per, uh, 2 p.m., rather, the uh, rain chance increases to 50% uh, and kind of goes from there. And then on Saturday, 100% chance of rain, uh, winds up to 15 miles per hour, rain up to a half an inch. So Saturday uh, looks like it's going to be a uh, very iffy day as far as getting in a great deal of golf. And then Sunday, 60% 60% chance of rain in the a.m. Uh, in the morning, winds up to 20 miles per hour. Uh, but clearing in the afternoon uh, is the way that the forecast currently reads. So hopefully uh, things will start moving out uh, by Sunday afternoon at the latest. Uh, but in any event, it sounds like we're probably uh, in for a day, uh, delay or two. Uh, hopefully uh, they can avoid a Monday finish. Uh, but that could be certainly a possibility, you know, if the rain uh, doesn't let up much on Saturday. I'm going to talk about the weather from a handicapping standpoint. And I was on the uh, fast lane earlier today with Ed Lane. Uh, he has a program that uh, airs on CBS uh, Sports Radio uh, there in Lynchburg, Virginia. And he asked me about how the forecast uh, of inclement weather, how it affected my handicapping of the Masters. 
And, you know, bottom line, um, my answer probably was, you know, not a great, great deal. You know, clearly uh, a person like uh, Tiger Woods, who's, who's facing, uh, uh, had the leg injury from the uh, automobile wreck uh, a few years ago, and obviously has to make a great pre- and uh, post-tournament uh, preparations uh, before and after each uh, round. The cooler temperature, uh, which is going to be, I think, the, the high is only uh, 52 on Saturday with winds up to 15 miles an hour. So that certainly doesn't bode well for a guy like Tiger Woods. And Tiger could be impacted as well by the rain on Friday. Uh, he, from his perspective, is an un- in the unfortunate a.m. tea time on Thursday and p.m. tea time on Friday. I think that's the, the more disadvantageous pairing for the first two days. So a guy like Tiger um, might be playing in some rain on, on Friday, and then if he makes the cut, uh, certainly uh, Saturday could be a challenge for him if, if they play many holes of golf. On the other hand, though, uh, some of the European golfers uh, who uh, grow up uh, in playing golf in cooler temperatures certainly play a lot of golf in wind and rain. Uh, guys like Rory McIlroy, uh, Shane Lowry, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, just to name a few. And I think Texans as well, Texas golfers uh, like Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Speed. There's a lot of wind in Texas, and certainly uh, those players tend to play well in the wind. So they might have a little bit of an advantage. But all in all, you know, it really hasn't affected my approach a whole, uh, a whole lot. You know, the Masters uh, obviously is the only major played at the same venue every year. Uh, in Augusta, it's a unique course where you've got to, you know, not only hit the fairway, it's it's good to hit the fairway, but you've got to be in the right position. You've got to be coming into the green uh, from the right angle. You know, a person's uh, course knowledge, their history there, I think it's even more critical, or it is more critical to the handicap than your typical professional golf tournament. And what it comes down to from a handicapping standpoint is I, I think guys, and, and this is a generalization, obviously, but guys who have played well at Augusta over some, you know, fairly large, the more significant, the better sample size of time, they tend to play well, you know, year after year for the most part. And guys who have, on the other hand, struggled in the past at Augusta, uh, they're more likely to struggle again. So what this means to me is each year, this is a tournament I begin handicapping a couple of weeks out. You know, I, I think there's some um, more predictiveness to this tournament, uh, so I really concentrate on it. My personal betting handle on the Masters, uh, it's it probably exceeds the collective my collective personal handle on the other three majors combined. So what that means, and you probably understand, but I, I bet more on the Masters total than I do combined on the PGA, U.S. Open, and British Open. And if that's not the case, it's certainly very close. Uh, I spend a lot of time handicapping the tournament, uh, so I'm more heavily invested, and that's the way it should be. Your betting portfolio should not only represent where you're strong, but within that sport where you feel like you're the strongest. So I certainly devote a lot of time to to the Masters each year, uh, and that hasn't changed this year. Uh, even with the great likelihood of inclement weather 
uh, and possible delays. Uh, so, uh, you know, certainly, uh, again, not going to, uh, to change much how I do things. And as I indicated, I'm going to go over just different recommendations, different markets. And these are, uh, in every case, going to be bets that I've actually made. And I'm going to start with a few outrights here. I'm uh, going to start at the top. I've got a uh, array of outright recommendations. Short, one short odds guy, some, some mid-range guys, and a couple of long shots. But we're going to start with uh, Scotty Scheffler, uh, you know, the uh, tournament favorite. I think just about anybody, if they were to be asked, you know, who are the top three players in the Masters this year in some order, uh, you know, the answer of anybody who follows golf very closely at all would be Scotty Scheffler, Roy McElroy, and John Rahm. Uh, and Scheffler can be found some stores seven to one uh, places that offer a little more favorable uh, opportunities for sports betters. You know, maybe eight to one, maybe even plus eight twenty-five. But one of my recommendations is going to be on Scotty Scheffler. You know, Scheffler's a guy. He's won six of his last twenty-eight starts on the PGA Tour. Uh, that includes last year's Masters when he won his first major. Uh, finished three strokes ahead of Roy McIlroy uh, in that event, if you remember. And then two months later, in the U.S. Open, he tied for second. Uh, that event played at the Country Club there in Brookline, Massachusetts, outside of uh, Boston. Uh, finished a shot behind Matt Fitzpatrick in the U.S. Open. This year, this calendar year, Scheffler won the Players' Championship. Uh, a tournament viewed by some as golf's so-called fifth major tournament. Won that event just three weeks ago. And then earlier in mid-February on Super Bowl weekend, won the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Scheffler now ranked number one in the world, uh, deservedly so. He's a threat to win anytime he tees it up. That's no different this week as the defending champion at Augusta. I know the defending champion has not repeated here very often. I think maybe I heard that the uh, defending champions only won repeated twice. I believe that's correct. And this tournament has a long, long history. Uh, but even with that said, one of my recommendations on the outright, Scotty Scheffler at 8-1. to one. Look at one of my mid-range guys at 24-1. Uh, to one. We're going to look at Tony Finau. And Tony Finau, uh, one of the tour's most liked players, uh, but don't let that you know don't let that get in the way of the fact that this guy can play a little bit of golf as well. Uh, still seeking his first uh, major victory, uh, but his performance in the uh, in the Big Four has been has been strong. Uh, he's a five time winner on the PGA Tour, and he's finished in the top fifteen twelve times in twenty six major appearances. So in 26 major tournaments in his career, he's been in the top 15 12 times, almost half of those starts. So he's played really consistently well in the majors. And some of that success, we're talking about the Masters, some of that success has come at Augusta. He has three uh, top 10 finishes in his last five trips here. Uh, and that included a uh, or includes a top five showing back in 2015. Uh, during the current 2022-23 wraparound season, Finau's been steady. Uh, he's made nine of ten cuts. 
He's finished in the top 25 all nine times that he uh, has made the cut. Uh, he is at 24 to 1. Uh, and I'm, I'm basically quoting the best price that I could find among five or six places that I that I shopped and looked. You might find a little bit better and uh, you, you might uh, find a little bit worse. But Finau at 24 to 1. Going to look at another outright uh, on, uh, actually going to look at two outrights on a couple of long shots. Let's just go to those. And I'm going to start with uh, Australian, a 24-year-old Australian, Minwoo Lee. And uh, he played in uh, all four majors last year, made the cut in three. And of the three that he made the cut, finished in the top 27 all three times. He's won twice. Uh, both times uh, outside the U.S., most recently the 2021 Scottish Open. And if you follow golf closely, you know that that's the uh, week before the, the Open Championship. Uh, some old-timers might call it the British Open, but the Scottish Open typically play the week before the Open Championship. Kind of a warm-up for many of the world's top players. A lot of top uh, top American players go over and play in the Scottish Open uh, each year. Therefore, it has a very strong field. So, uh, Mingu Lee won this tournament in 2021, uh, defeated Matt Fitzpatrick and Thomas Dietrich in a playoff that year. Some of the guys that he defeated, though, in the field, just to give you an idea of the strength of the field at the Scottish Open, he defeated John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, uh, Will Zalatoris, just to name a few. Uh, so not exactly your guys uh, uh, in the Tuesday afternoon scramble. Uh, Lee is a guy who's going to win a uh, golf tournament uh, at some point, and it could be soon. You can find uh, Minwoo Lee as favorable as 85 to 1. So take a flyer on uh, Lee to win the Masters. And then an even higher odds player. The South Korean Siwoo Kim. He's a four-time winner uh, on the PGA Tour. Uh, the most notable of those being the 2017 Players Championship. The most recent of those, however, being the Sony Open in Hawaii uh, this past January. So just uh, a couple of months ago, uh, since winning there in Hawaii, Kim has been steady. You know, not spectacular. Uh, he's been making cuts and collecting pl uh, paychecks and uh, finished tied for 27th at the Players uh, a few weeks back as well. Uh, he's finished in the top 15. He's played pretty well in some majors. He's finished in the top 15 in three of his last 10 major uh, appearances. One thing about Siwoo Kim, even more so than your typical professional golfer, his top performances seem to come out of nowhere. Uh, so uh, for him to, uh, to win in his current form, uh, you know, it, it would be a huge deal, and it would be somewhat of a surprise, but it's certainly uh, not out of the realm of possibility. He's enjoyed moderate success at Augusta. Uh, he's finished in the top 25 here in three of his last five trips. Uh, that highlighted by tied for 12th in the 2021 Masters. Uh, you know, Danny Willett, it's been seven years uh, since Danny Willett. It was about a 50-to-1 shot back in 2016 when he won the Masters. Willett won at 50 to 1 seven years ago. So why not Siwoo Kim at 30 to 1, 130 to 1 rather? A lot different than 30 to 1. Siwoo Kim at 130 to 1.
to one to win in 2023. You get a little tongue tied there. We're going to go now to full tournament matchups. Uh, I'm going to offer one of those, and I'm going to offer a guy, uh, Sung JM, uh, in his matchup against Cameron Young. Part of my process uh, in handicapping full tournament matchups is once the matchups are decided and posted uh, at uh, many of the books that I uh, use and reference, then without looking at their opening number, I'm going to be prepared and in very quick uh, time make my own line. I made M minus 127 over Cameron Young, yet he comes out the underdog seeing M as favorable as plus 110 over Cameron Young. And looking at Sung J.M., he's appeared previously three times at the Masters. He missed the cut once, but in his other two appearances, tied for second and tied for eighth. Meanwhile, Young, he made his Masters debut last year, missed the cut badly, uh, had a 36-hole score of 154. The short game typically critical at Augusta. And that's probably the weakest part of Young's overall game. He currently ranks 143rd on the tour in strokes gained around the green. So I'm recommending a full tournament matchup, Soon JM plus 110 over Cameron Young. Going to look at a first round leader play here. Uh, Going to look at an Englishman uh, who has top 25 finishes in 13 of his 17 starts uh, at Augusta. And I'm talking about none other than Justin Rose. Again, top 25 finishes in 13 of his 17 starts here. That includes a seventh place finish in 2021. Uh, He has actually led this tournament, even more importantly, uh, in uh, regards to this recommendation, first round leader. Rose has led this tournament after the opening round four times during his career, the most recent of which was two years ago in 2021. Uh, He shot an opening round 65 uh, two years ago to actually lead by four shots after 18 holes. And on that day, he played an eight-hole stretch, numbers nine through 16, in six under par, uh, you maybe remember uh, turning on the television and, and watching it live or um, watching uh, the replay, or maybe you just watched the whole uh, tournament and saw it from uh, beginning to end. But he had a great run there uh, where he played an eight-hole stretch and six under par. Justin Rose, the first-round leader, four times during his career at Augusta, and he is 45-1 to to be the first-round leader. There are certainly some randomness, I think, in first-round leader uh, propositions. Who's actually going to shoot that uh, top score the first day of the tournament? But we certainly have some reason here, I believe, to uh, back rows. And it's uh, equally about the price, 45-1, to 1, a nice price on a guy who's in uh, really good current form. So Justin Rose at 45-1 to 1 to be the first-round leader at the Masters. Going to look at some top 20s now. And um, have got uh, five of these I'm going to throw your way. So we're going to start again with uh, Soon JM. He's at minus 110. Uh, he actually, at one of the places I looked, he was at a plus price earlier this morning, but there's been some money bet on uh, him. 
people may be seeing some of the same things that, that I'm seeing. So uh, Sung J.M. at minus 110 to finish in the top 20. If you do bet these, um, different uh, books have different rules for ties. Um, you know, if they were to tie for 20th, um, three people um, or, or five people, you know, there might be some type of, of division of monies. Some places do play, you know, pay ties, and that would be the place to uh, uh, to wager if you're able, but it's probably, uh, or it is, I think, in your best interest to know the rules before you engage in these markets where there can be a tie so that there's no confusion uh, should it end in that manner. So M at minus 110 to finish top 20 in the Masters. And then also the aforementioned Siwoo Kim, you know, just got through uh, talking about the, the South Korean and uh, took him, recommend him at plus 210 uh, to finish in the top 20 uh, as well. So I think I maybe said that I'm going to have five top 20s. I'm actually just going to have four. Going to look at uh, an Irishman, a guy, Shane Lowry, who's not maybe in his best form currently. Uh, but he's not far off uh, in the forecast, again, of, of soggy conditions and potentially the wind kicking up. Uh, all that would be right in the Irishman's wheelhouse. Uh, he has three uh, straight top 25s here at Augusta. That includes a, a third place showing last year. Only players who beat uh, Lowry last year, again, champion Scotty Scheffler and runner-up Mac, uh, Roy McElroy. So some pretty good company there, but Lyrie was third in the Masters last year. Uh, I think he is close enough that he uh, merits a play at plus 235. Real good price, plus 235 on Shane Lyrie to finish in the top 20. And then we talked earlier, too, about Minwoo Lee uh, and about his performance last year in the majors. Uh, made the cut in three of those four, finished in the top 27 in those three that he made the cut. Uh, we talked about his win over uh, in the Scottish Open in 2021 and the guys that he beat there. So Minwoo Lee, his price at plus 225 to finish in the top 20 at the Masters. So take Minwoo Lee at plus 225. I want to give a plug for my uh, sports service, paulstonesports.org. Uh, you can go there and you can see college basketball season now completed. Hadn't started promoting my 2023 college football uh, packages, but that will be coming soon. College football kind of starts earlier and earlier every year, uh, and it'll be here before you know it. So th those packages will be up soon. Uh, but for now, I just have my uh, golf packages and my all sports membership. But this week, uh, the Masters, you can get all of my plays, all of my recommendations, not just the few that I gave here on the podcast, up for $29. Uh, for everything uh, that I'm recommending. So if interested, please go to paulstonesports.org. And if interested in my 2023 college football season, I think we're now at eight straight winning seasons in college football against the spread as monitored by the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. And if you're interested, please be on the lookout as well. Uh, it will be posted soon, information on those full-season college football packages there at the website, paulstonesports.org. Well, that does it for another episode of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. I uh, hope the weather 
cooperates at some level this weekend in Augusta, so we can maybe get the, the tournament in by the end of the day on Sunday. Uh, if not, we'll just enjoy some Monday golf. In any, inv- uh, any event, have a, a great weekend. Have a great Masters. Enjoy the golf. Until next time, signing off, I'm Paul Stone. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions. 